Anime and friendship hour. Anime and friendship. I yes. Anime and friendship hour. Anime and friendship. Be it. Anime and friendship hour. Anime and friendship. I yes. Be in. Oh. Oh, we fucked it. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. I like. I like that escalation. Oh. No, no, but we're still musical geniuses. I even had a half a thought to do that, and then I was like, no, I'm not going to assume. We're not going to change the game. We're not going to ju- make that jump. And you went there, and it's like, if I just trusted myself, we would have both went there. You know what? That just... We're so in sync. It only took 92 and a half episodes. God, but... the show is so fucking old. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm Courtney Magleby. I'm the host of the show called Anime and Friendship Hour. This is the show where we watch anime and we're friends. We talk about it for an hour. This is the best I've ever, ever explained this. And I'm Cody, the co-host, who balances out the energy in velocity and <laughs> everywhere else. I'm, uh, I'm the one who likes anime mostly. I'm mostly the one that's fine with it. This is what I love, not. though. I used to yes! I used to not. Well, I mean, it, it's 93 episodes. I, there's 20 of them I love. There's 20 of them I hate. And there's, there's 20 of them you love? That's news to me. I well, thought it was like three. It was 10, 12. I love, love. I, you're, uh, okay. I, well, we're, Your story's changing all the time. Fake news. Washington Post get on this bitch. Just in the you last You got a Pinocchio TV. rating of 100%. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. I have to say this to myself every five minutes when I'm watching anime. Just That's how I feel about living my life. Your life. <laughs> You're just driving down the highway. It's fine. This is fine. I'm fine with this. Uh, well, let's move along to our first segment. Hello, Chickadee China, the check-in chicken. I'm here to usher in the segment of check-ins. Get ready for this hot shit, bitch. You ready? You ready? You ready, yeah, that, hoes? That's, that's pretty fucking hype for uh, a check-in. Chickadee like, China, have you been listening to um, rap, R&B, and hip-hop radio lately? Good for you listening to the radio. It's, it's kind of hard. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Carry me out, bitch. Dang. You got that call sign. <laughs> We should pause every 15 minutes for station identification. <laughs> and it should just be our website and our RSS feed, like with the whole encrypted string at the end of it to link exactly to where it is. You're listening to Anime Friendship Hour only on SoundCloud. <laughs> That's not true at all. It's actually on wherever you find podcasts. <laughs> only <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> iTunes, t- Stitcher, TuneIn. Uh, it's all the internet. We're all, all internet. It, it is all the You know what? It is all the internet. Thank you. You're right. Do you have a check-in this week? Oh, oh, what did I do this week? What did I do? Second week of January, 2019, year of a lord. Um, I'm packing my own lunches. That's my New Year's resolution. Packing right? your old lunches like you're in a shonen anime I going know. to school and your your own mom somehow. That's right, bitch. I always been my own mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, my mom's lovely. She is. My mom's so much nicer than I am. She's very nice. She's so nice. I don't fucking get it. I don't get it either. Like, good on her. <laughs> you know, check in. I'm the worst family member. <laughs> new check. Good on my mom. It's a new segment. It should be new. New segment. Great job, mom. G O M M. Good on my mom. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm trying to meal prep, which is a phrase I hate because I 
even though I have been on a health journey, sure, I hate every term and concept associated with health journeys. That I'm doing. sounds insufferable. Yeah, they're really fucking awful. You're doing a great job, though. Yeah, I, I made curry the, yeah. with frozen vegetables and uh, some edamame piece. So is this like better than what you have available at work, or is this cheaper, or it's is this more convenient? Not. Is this self? care what why it okay i wanted to cook more this gives me a yep. reason to cook def uh um i don't have to pay for lunches as much and i don't have to think yep. about where am i gonna get lunch it makes it easier to eat foods that are healthy instead of like one day randomly in the week it's like i'm gonna go eat a whole fucking bread bowl if, <sighs> if the lion on the savannah didn't need to worry about their next meal yeah they would they'd be fucking killer shape they'd <laughs> Exactly. Okay. Um, and it's a special culinary challenge because my hmm. because it's like what foods are going to keep well. So the first day, I tried frozen ve- vegetables that mm-hmm. kept for three days, and it didn't get awful, but it could have been better. Sure. Round two next week, I'm going to try fresh broccoli, cook it at work in a it's like three tablespoons yeah. of water or so, and. Steam it in their microwave, which is the thing you can do. Minimize the time yes. between the steam and the eat it. Eat steam it. the eat. Eat. That's a close enough rhyme. I should have gone yeah. with that. Uh, very so, cool. Yeah, this, that's how mon- mon- that's how mundane my life. If you're gonna is. be on a um, female-bodied weeb version of uh, Queer Eye, are you gunning for I the would, culinary absolutely. role? I would over also- the style. Over. I like this. St- I like my style, but I yeah, will say I do too. Everyone does. I have formulated a style that is tailored to myself. I feel like I've had a brand. It's skinny <laughs> jeans, boots, and an oversized coat. Probably a crop top. Maybe not. But usually, it's so uniquely you that it wouldn't be applicable. To other I people. couldn't give it to anyone else. You're it- you're so good at styling. It's it's not. Everyone else would be worse at wearing it. Yeah, the thing is, I've tried to. <laughs> You don't want to straight up Doug Funny and get a uniform. Yeah. A lot of straight guys make this mistake. I'm oh. looking at one right now. <laughs> I don't wear a uniform. Well, you're looking at a straight guy, but I don't Doug Funny it. Well, you can- okay. You don't he Doug wears Funny. A, he wears a but- sweater vest. He I'm does- not saying you look like Doug Funny. I'm saying you wear similar clothes a lot of the time. Oh, and that uniform is in the same day to yes, day, yes. not uniform like school uniform. And I'm saying gotcha. if you are going to be. You are looking at If that. you're going to be a public persona, mm. you want to be able to change it up. Yes. But choose a few basic shapes. You got. You got to have a um a brand. You got to have yeah, a look, can, uh, not we, a uniform. Humans are good at pattern recognition. You want that to fire. Yes, and as you mentioned, you, colors mean nothing. They it's mean all nothing. shapes and values. It is. It is absolutely true. That's just the science. We have multiple. Amy bought an information visualization book, and it's got these beautiful charts and graphs in it. Um, which is I need to see fucking book. Cause well, I, I saw the thing, and I'm like, I have one of those from grad school. And I'm like, yeah, I remember that one being good. And I went and got it off the shelf. Same fucking author. There's like is one it, person that writes these bomb-ass beautiful charts and graphs. Is it just a series code. of charts and graphs not really related? No, no, no. It's, it's mostly... Well, hers is more about the history of how humans started to finally use... Um, like the the first charts, it's a charts, charts and graphs, graphs or like how how to, how to represent numbers in visual media, and mm-hmm. then also like one was the first map that didn't display geography, but some like it was it was mostly disease outbreak. It was like here's a map of the city, and here's oh, all the outbreaks so of smart. this fucking the thing, and then they, they, they figured out where the well was that was contaminated because yeah. there were all the red marks were around this particular block in Brooklyn yeah. or something, right? Whose dick was rotted? <laughs> 
and, and it's also good and bad. Like it also just like this is a fucking terrible chart. And then yeah. if you see it and you're like, what is happening? It's like that's the point. It's like you, you have this blob. snap judgment. Like either you understand it more easily because of this decision, or you're mm. misled by it, yes. right? And so there is this like science, but it's it's it borders on art because there isn't like an obvious right answer. You kind of try things and then you see. Yeah. Do people respond to it? Well, it's beautiful. It's colorful. It's, it's it's a picture book essentially. It's it's a scientific picture book. I like. <laughs> I would always in textbooks. I was like, "Give me those charts. I don't need the words. Just give yeah, me the charts, baby." Yeah, yeah, exactly. I hope they have gradients. <sighs> I hope the bars go from one color to a different color. Oh, Just I like love a... color variation as oh. much as possible. Anything else to identify things are different. <laughs> I love maps. I do. I don't too. know shit about things they tell I me. I had half a stand-up joke about that. Whereas I'm not sure if I like Game of Thrones or maybe I just like maps. It's a and great like, joke. That gets last. Like it's not really a joke. It doesn't have the pieces to be a joke. We can laugh at I it. I think it speaks to universal truth. People love yeah. maps. It's it's like a fortune cookie. You know, <laughs> like it's it's not a whole idea. It's like a half an idea, but whatever. Agreed. Um, Cody, check in. Do you have? Uh, it's my my birthday week. Yay! I'm 34. Fuck. Jesus Christ. I know. Uh, and but you're nine years older than me. It, nine to ten yeah nine to ten to eight you're I'm, about, I'm about to be 26 so it's closer it's eight plus a month okay okay um but yeah right that's ridiculous right god like, i'm i feel like i'm old as shit i feel like my skin is only five years older than yours not eight so i'm yeah. doing a good job but you have beautiful skin thank anyway, you um but the, point, the point of my story was i do too uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, we had a great weekend. We went, we got tickets to Sketch. We were in San Francisco, went up to the city. I drove in the city, Oof, which is really boy, that, I, That's I, a big boy age for a big boy move. I know. And it was like the easiest thing ever because the highway dumps off on the Van Ness and the, the hotel was on Van Ness. So I literally just had to drive straight that's on one street. That's the thing that you forget about San Francisco. There's highway for almost every fucking street. Yeah. And, th- and, and then, uh, you just got to go 20 blocks in one direction on a one way yeah. street, but it is like stressful and, and it, it was dark and it's rainy stressful when you need a park That's oh the bitch. yeah and and it, we did we did have it was at hotel parking we paid for or whatever so it's just like we avoided that problem and so it was no big deal um have you and, ever driven in a city where they have the shelves of cars for parking what like in new york like a parking garage the, this, that have multiple levels but they're they're not even garages they're just shelves of cars how do you get up there I think there's some system that gets you up, but how do you get down, especially if another person isn't out yet? I have no idea. This I need terrifying. to show you a picture because this is a real ass This thing. feels more like a Japan thing. But... Show yourself a picture with your own film. I don't have mine on me right now. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Um, Listeners, write in. If your car goes if into If you have shelf. a car shelf. Like a junkyard where they stack the cars. Yeah, but it's like except it's an actual real ass parking area. It sounds like a, a, a capsule hotel. I fact. saw it in when I went to New York. Oh, not only in New York. You've never been to New York. Never been in New York. You're so worldly, though. Oh, yeah, I know. You haven't learned everything yet. Not yet. Well, we got a lot to grow. <laughs> anyway, we saw a Reductress show, which they do a stand up show every week in New York of all Ooh. places, and they brought it here, and it was just a great showcase. And um, the two women that are half of the writing staff of the Reductress um, hosted it, and they did a impromptu PowerPoint show that they threw together the night before in the hotel room, and it was hilarious and delightful. And it reminded me of the times that I used to do comedy based PowerPoints in grad school called the 
uh, undistinguished lecture series because every week there's a distinguished yeah. lecture series, and then we just. I we, didn't know you were a part of college-based comedy. Well, the thing is, most people weren't funny because it wasn't supposed mm. to. Be, it was just supposed to be a fun thing to do. This is the the Jimmy Fallon fun is funny thing, right? Mm. It's fun to learn about something and then go to the bar and drink and talk about it. Mm. Except that I was hilarious and kind of everyone went like, "Oh shit, maybe we don't belong here." Because mm. I was. I that. always begrudge college comedy organizations. Because I, I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast, I got into improv at comedy sports by being rejected <laughs> by college like, improv. By, by the version of the, Har- uh, the Harvard Lampoon that yes. rejected you. And they were like, I know. you are not allowed and to write for The shitty. Simpson. <laughs> They're horrible. Uh, and then I went to House of Prime Rib and I saw James Adomi at the bar. And <gasps> I was all like, oh, I love the you. Most goodbye. powerful Armenian in comedy. Yep. And it was it was like I just looked I was talking to Amy we were like in the lounge area and I just looked over and I was like that's James Adomian and I said a little too loud and she's like what she looked over and she's like yes like it was no like it I I spotted him in a half second and it was there could have been no other human being and it made sense that he was there because it was Sketchfest so that makes sense yeah it was a good it was a good birthday good birthday oh time to be you got me a very cool uh, Kobe. Cubic, cube plushie from a recent couple episodes, mm-hmm. Man Man French Bauer. It was the only cat related thing I could think to give you because uh, <laughs> I normally would have gone with the Chun Li, but I gave you one for Christmas. <laughs> I got too many Chun Lis at this point. Um, but it's the it's the the cat with the tufty ears and the rings around them from mm-hmm. uh, Madoka Magica. Maduka. Uh, Maduka. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, Amy also got me this. You can also see it. It's a plushy ramen bowl right next to it. Oh, I know she got you the Street Fighter ramen bowl. I didn't also know she... true. Both ramen, and it, and it made me really solidify. I really have few interests. It's yeah. mostly ramen, Street I... Fighter. So did and she tell? Twitch. Did she ever tell you about the present I was looking at for you? Um, something like there was a back and forth. I think that was the extent of it. So if you so want to like walk I us through this, for things I try to be like, uh, um, is there like figures for elemental? No, damn it! Is there like for elemental? Uh, no, no, the, the game. That's the thigh, the game you played. I don't clearly. Oh, it, it's eternal. eternal. No, 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 but, no, no. Okay, well, elemental's where we get our weed. But go on. <laughs> I would love gone. a figure of the person that sells us weed. Their little smock on and shit. <gasps> Speaking of this, this <laughs> episode's Todd. <laughs> I'm made of plastic. <laughs> Todd skull face. Todd son. Yeah. <laughs> um. So eventually, it's like, oh, you know what? Uh, Tam- Tammy Wisconsin. Tammy Baldwin. What? Tammy Baldwin. That's right. I remembered it when I looked it up. Tammy sure. Baldwin's like, I bet she wrote a book or something. Yeah. Looked it up in Amazon. No book. Not yet. I think she will soon. Oh, yeah. She's been kind of under the radar. Then there was Tammy Baldwin t-shirt, which populated on its own. And it was, a lot of it was for the last election that Ooh. just happened. Just, yeah. A lot of it, Once I eventually got to one that I think was just Put your name here and buy this t-shirt. But it said, my weekend is Tammy Baldwin and napping. <laughs> and I was like, that's Cody. Uh, yeah, that's I pretty- guess. Those are two things he likes. It is two things I like. But then Amy said, you don't like shirts with words on them, but you do like rum. <laughs> <laughs> I do like rum. Yeah, you like rum. Of course I do. Did you get me rum? No. Well, then I why- got you this. Oh, well. You get rum. You have so much rum in your household right the now. Word, That's why I didn't get you the rum. The word "but" made it sound like it was applicable to earlier parts in the story or sentence or future happenings. So. I'm just saying that's the idea she gave me. I, I see. I, well, that's that's a universal safe gift as a consumable. Yeah, exactly. Then it's not stuff. But you do want to give someone stuff because you want it to stay there and remind you that um, yeah. you, you are a figure in their life. And I you. love giving a consumable. I prefer to give a 
handmade consumable. Ooh. Um, because I am good at making handmade consumables. Yeah. But most of what I make is sweets, which is not a Cody move. Oh, you're right. You were really stuck there. I was really fucked in you that. You came through. You came through both yeah. times. I doubled a gift in like two gifts. I know, in six I know. Weeks. I forgot Ridiculous. your Ridiculous. birthday was this month, you goddamn Capricorn. Yours is what, the 20th of next month? Yes. Okay, yes. so I have until. We're going to San Diego on the 10th. Yes. Um, and that's like our big annual trip. And so I definitely don't mentally tackle anything Oh, you know what you can get me for my birthday is a hotel room. <laughs> 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 ah, son of a should bitch. we talk about this fucking anime yeah probably we should put timestamps on our show we should if we were conscientious 18 con- minutes if we were concierges <laughs> there's not i mean this is a comedy and we always it's talk about comedy. there's not a lot to talk about the comedy other than just repeating the jokes yeah but we love this we want to talk about it yes so this is called i can't remember the full name of it in japanese because it's one of those ones Gaikotsu where it's Honda-san. yeah okay well there you go uh bookseller skullface bookseller honda yay I, this is a fucking blue collar hero that we're talking <laughs> about right now this guy it's a it's an apron but yes it's blue yes he is a legend it's like uh uh um nine to five uh what's her name everyone dolly Parton in nine God, to five yep, yes uh carl marx and this guy <laughs> kill mary fuck Oh, oh, uh, I would fuck Dolly Parton. Mary, this guy seems very agreeable, kind of a pushover, works for me. I gotta kill Carl Marx. Yeah, sorry, Carl. Sorry. I think I think that's the obvious choice for you're the what least fuckable here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's uh it's the is the the toils of working retail for someone that is nervous about that. Hey, Amy had the best description of this show, and it was when you're getting out of an Uber. Uh, that dropped you up at the airport mm-hmm. and they say have a good flight and you say you too and then you close the door and then you sit there for a second and you go oh oh no, no. that's this <laughs> entire yeah. show that's every beat of every joke of every episode of this show and it's amazing it's it's perfect it's amazing it's amazing <laughs> ah, it's amazing mate um um so the first episode is largely about foreign customers yeah um, and you know what? I thought after a while, hearing Japanese people speaking English would not be funny to me. And I <laughs> thought, you know what? I'm evolved. I'm better than that. You know what? Oh, the change in pace from Japanese to English is always like, what? It is crazy because they, um, the meaning per syllable is a lot lower in Japan- Japanese, so it's much faster. Yes. And so it, they sound like they're strain. They sound like they're lifting weights when they t- speak in English because yes, these yes, it feels long like I syllables. <laughs> when I speak English, like it's like it. I can't imagine everyone, anyone in Japan, everyone have a full conversation with me because it's so goddamn slow. <laughs> Because you have to wait. Like, right. Even if I know what I'm it's saying, it's so fucking slow. So so when faster, like like oh, a Spanish person too, like the, the, it's a fast language. And then when they speak slower English, we probably, while we get it, like, yeah, it's slower than we're used to hearing. It's not a yeah. huge drawing difference. But when, That's interesting, when like, we go the other way, we're, we're like we're, children. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like there's a perception among American English speakers that like people are speak Spanish and are speaking slower. Like... You can t- tell they're straining, and so it's like, oh, they don't know what they're saying. They're, probably it's just the pace of it, right? That yeah. seems proper for them, maybe. Yeah, right. And they like they have to de- they have to not th- they, they have to start to think about the speed they talk because it's not natural. Yeah, and that will yeah yeah wow. Pri- that slow language privilege hashtag <laughs> hashtag is 
Um, so it also deals a lot. This was a topic I didn't know how to really introduce. Was the topic of BL boys love yaoi yeah. manga? Yes. Uh, because talked about it a long time ago, but not we a lot. Not about a lot. It. This is something if you haven't ever heard of it, because you're one of our not anime knowing fans, that's fine. Here, it's uh, comics about two men loving each other and having sex with each other a lot of times. Sometimes just being in love with each other, but it's not made for men. Nope. It's made by women for other women. Slash fic. Yes. It's straight up uh DeviantArt uh Tumblr slash fic. Exactly. And that this this nuance actually comes into one of the episodes later. Yes, and I to. wasn't expecting that. They really tackled that. Well they didn't really ta- they pointed it yeah. out. They they lampshaded it and moved on. <laughs> they were like so they had um foreign couple, two gay men, and mm-hmm. like, do you have uh, a gay men's section? And it's like, here's the LGBT section. Super small, not even a shelf. Yeah, nope. Then and it's like, here's dead. the boys love. And it was like the whole department. Yeah. And I was like, wow, straight people really are fucking shit up. Because <laughs> it's mostly because it's made by straight women. Right. But they didn't they, mind. They loved. So that, here's the thing. Foreign, um, foreign gay men. I know a lot of foreign gay dudes who love anime and they love yaoi because they love but dicks it, and men. And when you say foreign gay men, you're talking about not Japanese. Your <laughs> my countrymen. Your fellow people yes. foreign as a not Japanese. fellow Americans. Right. They they don't these yaoi dicks. They're not into the culture so much to realize that this is a straight women's magazine. I think a lot of them are men. aware of it, but at the oh, same but not, time they're they, they're they don't not appreciate enough it. to be like Right. So for I'm still look at it. Uh, an actual ass uh Japanese gay men, and there is surprisingly they, they little catering to yes. despite the overwhelming amount of gay and stuff here's the for thing. women. Yeah, because most gay men see a big, in Japan, see a big difference between their life and what is depicted in yaoi mangas. Like, they right. might, I would not be surprised if a lot of them got into it by looking at yaoi mangas, like, as a sure. little. it's what's available. I mean, not, you don't get, they start their gay career. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you take what's available, but, yeah. like. It's the lived life of a gay man is much different from what uh, a teenage girl wants to jerk off to. Right. They would. There's no like shonen for gay people. It's all like full on Yahweh. Yeah. And they would like something more realistic that the straight people get to enjoy. Yeah. Constantly. Because everything's catered to me. I was going to say us. (laughs) I realized that wasn't true. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Um, should we go through the characters quick? Oh uh, yeah, so there's Skullface Honda-san. Mm-hmm. Um and all of the other employees also have head stuff. It's so cool. They oh all have God, masks or whatever. Them. I love this choice for character design. Yeah. All all the the main full-time employees. And I think employee- it's so it speaks to Yeah, that's how you, working at places. You have your mask you wear and that's yeah, who you are to these people. Uh, right. You're there, you're present, but they don't see the real yeah. you. Yeah. I and I never really associated any characteristic or distinction to any of the... I was just like, oh, yeah, that's the section chief. Next time they showed up, I was like, who's that one again? The section chief had the armor. Right. It was a little harder than most, and even for animes that I can barely keep track of all the characters anyway, besides the color of their hair and even then. Mm -hmm. um, It was hard to, like, really solidify this character acts this way and this character acts this way, Mm because most of them, they're just all panicking all the time. Yeah. Um, I would say Section Chief, uh, which is the the armor, yes. um, was the most like kind of put together and kick ass yeah. of all of them. The other one that was maybe more um, 
high uh, high status was uh, Pest Mask. So there's another woman oh. with the uh, um, the the crow doctor. What are they called? The, uh, pl- the pl- plague, plague doctor. doctor. Yeah, because the, the, her ability was to not give a fuck about uh, publishers mm. and third parties that would try to give them too many or not enough books, and she would just fucking own them. And then, I, oh. Go on. And then basically, yeah, there's there's paper bag, there's bandages, um, there is uh, 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 fox mask. There's fox mask. She was fun. Yeah, there's rabbit f- mask. There's full face, which is like a motorcycle hat. I love the name full face. Did they call him? I I never figured it out. It that, I don't know what it means. I ugh, oh, you know what? On Wikipedia, the the phrase full face motorcycle helmet is all one link. So that must be a kind of motorcycle. Helmet. Oh, that's what it means. Like not like a bike helmet, I guess. Okay. Um, gas mask. Uh. Yotso mask? I don't know. There was like a theater mask person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and probably a couple of others. So a lot of them felt very interchangeable, but only because they were all going through the same thing, which is the yeah. same thing our main character is going through, which is the trials of being a retail worker and having too many things to do, too many heavy things to lift, too many dumbass customers to deal with. Yeah. Um, and then there was uh, a couple of corporate people that show up later. So either they had a mask on there full time or they had a piece of paper over their face and they were something else in the piece of paper like basically said, I'm from this publishing company yeah. or I'm from whatever. Uh, I'm a manga publisher or a artist or something. And then um, there were customers and those are the people that actually like drawn real people. Ain't that matter. just society capitalism? <laughs> you only get to have an identity if you're consuming. If you're a it? consumer. Ah, <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, yep. That's basically what's going on. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not all so like woke. I'm not so into symbolism, but my god, like you gotta I acknowledge. I feel like symbolism. You can get things from a story that's not intended, and that doesn't make it any less meaningful. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, what it's some piece of shit someone wrote down. If you can right? pull whatever you want out of it, that's yeah. for you. And uh, if I want to write a fucking thesis about how this is going to spark a cultural revolution, I fucking can. <laughs> And oh. if my my seventh grade teacher is going to quiz me on it, then go fuck themselves. <laughs> it also is invalid for the same reasons. It's valid. That's true. Uh, um. So there. I don't know. For episode one. There was there was a hot hot dude that showed up and asked, he's bad at English and he yes. panics a lot when he has to put pitch together an English sentence for what that doesn't turn out to be always Americans, but just anyone that's not Japanese that the common language between them is going to be English, yeah. right? And so he yeah he could understand English, but... right. Uh, and so he's looking for books, and they're embarrassing, and because they're, they're it, books for his daughter. But uh oh, they're yaoi books. Ah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bert. Uh, yeah, they're they're and and it's like the parent doesn't know. I don't know. Uh, uh it's, there is the episode about the training. Yes, I'm off-site training. Have you ever had a gone to, go to one? No, really? What? Yeah, no. I GameStop. Okay, I worked for. Okay, here's my retail experience. I worked for um GameStop. Mm-hmm. At the time, it was software, et cetera, at my mall, but it was at the uh, GameStop Corporate Umbrella, technically, and that's what we know as today, so we'll just call it that. Um, and I worked for CompUSA, which is like a shitty Best Buy mm. um, that also went bankrupt. Um, and so... You're real monster. NVIDIA's not doing great right now, <laughs> is it? <laughs> I mean, in the last five years, it's doing amazing. In the last six months, it's a dumpster fire. So what, whatever you want to think. Um, uh, so, uh, so those are my two retail experience jobs um what was the question have you ever gone i wasn't even talking retail have you ever gone to a training for work yeah no oh and no one's gonna train me nvidia like no one knows how to do my job like that's not there's no no no, no one's ever gone to a here's how you can be doing your job better nvidia no like not even a team building 
there were some intern events because you need to like keep the kids happy. Mm. Um, our holiday party was replaced by a charity event, which is also probably really fun and I should go to, but I don't. But you've never had a thing where it's like you go here and people are going to tell you how to do your job. No, because those people you don't the- exist, right? Like I go to, no one knows you how to. You really are the bourgeoisie. I, I Exactly. It's- I had two whole weeks of nothing but trainings. And then why did they give us training? Because they didn't have the museum open because right. no one was coming. It's something so to do. So that's all the money they could give us was by telling us how to do our jobs Yeah, better. it's horrible. You've never had to go, until, go to like a harassment training? We This year was the first year that used to be a manager's only thing because mm. they were the ones that have power. So that kind of makes sense. Uh, oh, but if everyone takes it, like, no, not everyone a bad, harasses everyone. Not a big deal, right? So uh, I, I, it was an online um, interactive video quiz. Mm. And my favorite part was <gasps> they had like the most like E and F list actors that like they weren't good, but they were trying. And honestly, everyone made fun of it at lunch because they're a bunch of old fucking Gen X men that were like, oh, this is so dumb. We all have to do this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, those people got paid. Yeah. These actors got for acting for that's impossible i was so happy for them because they were like fake news reporters and they were like in uh, harassment news the boss did this to this person is that okay what should you do about it and then you answer like right so it was like so dumb and contrived i was just like look at them them. they're in 1080p right now like they don't get to this is not a college like like student video this is a corporate thing that somebody paid money for yes and i'm sure there's just like like they get to put this in a reel yeah and I'm sure a hundred companies use the same program yeah. or whatever, but I that's one hundred companies worth of eyes. Yeah. Now I'm sure that didn't they didn't have any points on the back end to to pay off on that, but uh, yeah. I'm sure they at least had a gig. So um, I've had that that took like f- twenty five minutes. I, yeah. But no, there's there's no like there's no version I of this trained for, for on careers. how to do. Um, I got fire safety training. Uh-huh. I've gotten gun safety training. Sever- Jesus, for a museum. Oh yeah, they're gonna shoot Anything up the exhibits. Where you're gonna have a bunch of museums aren't there. I don't, to my knowledge, hasn't been like a shooting at a museum yet. Right, but it is a gathering. Large groups of people, and honestly, large groups of children. Right. Oh, the children. The children. The children. So gun safety. Mm-hmm. Um. All I. We are a nonprofit, so it's not like we are a part of the government, but the government right. has cl- keeps closer tabs on us. Yeah, you have a special status for doing things yeah. right. So you need to be able to do those things right. Makes sense. Uh, I got trained on uh, using a fire, put it out, put it out, put it out. I fell asleep in that training and just barely passed it. it you were miming something to me. It looked like you were making a baked potato. Uh, <laughs> I believe you. You pull the tab, you pull it, and you you cut the potato in half, and then you spray that, that fire sour cream hydrant. and cheese on it's it. It's not a hydrant, though, but it's a fire putter outer. Yeah, fire putter outer. It is not a hydrant. I don't remember the name either. <laughs> oh, thank God! I forgot Singlisher. my. I forgot my social security when I got full time at that museum. What does that mean? That means when they were hiring me for full time. I didn't think they were going to ask for my social again. Oh, you don't remember your number. And I forgot the first three numbers because uh, guess what? I only use the last four numbers. So <laughs> I had to buy shit. I don't need the. I need to know my whole social three times out of a year, maybe. I, I feel and like so. I had uh, get it. I had an email. I was like, um, we're in some trouble doing <laughs> uh, tax stuff for you. I'm like, I hope I get my money. Shit. <laughs> I think like five hundred or a thousand years from now, when they're like they're finding the artifacts of our civilization after the first apocalypse, they're going to be like one of the easy mistakes they're going to make is they're going to think that like our names are 
like our first name and then like our favorite podcast and then like the last four digits of our social and like they think that that's what we like refer to each other as because that's like that's how our identification is is like our social likes and then one name sure is cody (laughs) you want to try it (laughs) cody the the thing is stumping me is your favorite podcast i don't know what you actually listen to uh hours listened to recently it's all harmontown what it's all harmontown it's all oh i thought you abandoned it i did i'm I'm keeping up on it nice and i don't i don't practice listening anymore um cody harmontown five eight five oh if we were playing mine (laughs) keeper you'd get zero pegs (laughs) is that the name of the game sweeper Minesweepers, where you get the mines, but there was the game where like you put the colored pegs, oh. and then you give people clues on did you get it correct or is it correct but in the wrong place? I want to say it's Minekeeper, but it's a gray board. It was a it was a classic like eighties. I didn't know you could do anything game. with mines except for sweep them. Yeah, it's probably for the best. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, Mars, uh, you're eight years younger than me. Is what yeah. that what that says? Uh, <laughs> um, corporate the- trainings, they're terrible. Yeah, yeah. So I had to go to corporate training about guest engagement. I've had to go to one of those plenty of times engaging your it is the smile factor just as laid on as thick as they did in this one smiling i am lucky because i am at an education focused museum so they do focus more on like oh try to teach by asking questions so on one Socratic. hand it's pe- yeah it's pedantic and annoying <laughs> but it is focusing on this will give you an actual skill an actual for sure yeah there's a reason it works um but it is like, don't lean. <laughs> Look ready to Don't help. lean or you'll have to clean. <laughs> yeah, so many times it's like, if I'm leaning, it's because I have no more cleaning to do. Because I'm <laughs> so fucking bored. Um, Yeah, and then he goes to the training and everyone is very awkward and smiling fake. Except for this one lady who's like smiling. And they say she's doing a great job and it's very clear. It's just because she's pretty. <laughs> It's like it comes naturally to some people. Or is that people, it's like you're you're using I, a to muscle. To me, it seemed like she was clearly being facetious. Oh, But possibly. because she was like a pretty girl, they're like, she's doing a great job. Right, yeah. And I think it like lampshaded her knowing that at the end. Gotcha, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to cover big topics it covers here. Yeah, and, and I've had the kind of mixed feelings on that because we do a lot of like um, public-facing content entertainment stuff. And for that, you have to smile. You have to look like you're having fun. Yeah. Um, A, because your audience came there to have fun watching you. Yeah. And also, if you pretend to have fun, guess what? You have fun more often I think than not. If you're but not- that's the opposite of you're being tasked with serving people. Yeah. And not only is your service and um, like whatever necessary, you also have to pretend that you're glad to be serving them. That's what I've always hated. That's horseshit. I fucking hate that. (laughs) That is not the same thing. I think if you are in a service industry thing, like, you might don't be a dick to someone just because don't be a dick in general. Don't be a jerk. But I don't expect you to have any emotion when you're dealing with me as a customer. Don't need it. Don't need it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not not fair to expect people to serve you a fake having fun. And that's why I've I feel like I've talked about it before, but the fact that women get so like sci- like funneled into the service industry as mm. opposed to like equivalents that like pay the same, like you don't see a lot of women like doing manual labor jobs. But yeah, it's like, but then there are always uh, service industry stuff. Well, 
Maybe it's because manual labor is actually, once you get the manual labor part done, a lot easier mentally. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and women are scolded for lack of customer service when they're not working. Yeah. Like, um, Amy, Amy's told me multiple times, like, random people will stop you and be like, smile. I like, was not at my fucking mark. job, <laughs> and there was a guy repairing the escalator. I don't know this dude. This guy is repairing something for the place I work at. And he said, smile, it's Wednesday. And I was like... <laughs> And then I turned the corner. Like, right, exactly. I ain't at work. I have enough people telling me to smile. What a crazy demand for someone that you're not even working for him. Yeah, I'm not even working for you. Also, Give me money. as Mitch Hedberg would remind us, uh, you can't break an escalator. It's just stairs. So his job is useless. He just turns one fine thing into a different thing. So his he's working meaningly. Yeah, like he's pushing the boulder up the hill that will roll down again, and he has the audacity tell you to change what you do your job where you actually help oh, people use audacity we can talk <laughs> this is not the episode about i want you to hear this and not learn anything about uh skull facebook seller because i want you to watch it on your own i mean it's just a bunch of jokes and we're just gonna repeat them to you, um, so whatever you want i feel like we, it teaches you a lot about the book industry in japan i love the insider knowledge yes. it's very like mundane but i don't give a fuck i don't know how it's interesting i don't know how book sales work here but i didn't realize how closely each bookstore works with the publisher right and i'm assuming okay so all the only thing i relate this to is gamestop yeah. Uh, but like um when you work at GameStop, there's three companies, right? There's Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft. Yeah. And you have a little station with the game console set up and two controllers, and you learn very quickly you have to unplug the controllers because <laughs> parents will drop kids off at your store to play the games. Because they could go to the arcade where the kids spend money. No, no, no. They'll go to GameStop, we play the games for free and run around, and we're now the supervisors of them, right? Mm. So you unplug the controllers and it just demos in a loop or whatever. Uh, but then once every couple months, the Sony guy walks in and he's like, really? checks out the station, make sure all the Sony, st- all games are all put in the right place and everything's cool. And then they're like, oh, look, your thing's wrong. And they like open it because it's all locked down. They like have the key and they open it up. And they're like, well, we'll put this back together. Ha ha ha. And they walk away and we're like, fuck, we got to like keep it like plugged in for a couple of days now. <laughs> it's like it comes back. Um, oh, he puts the controllers back in. Yeah, because they want they want it to work. They don't give a fuck about us. They want kids to be like, oh, I got to play the PlayStation all day. Mm. Mom, I want a PlayStation, not an Xbox, right? Wow. Yeah. Uh, and so it's felt similar with like mm. once in a while they send a corporate overlord around from Penguin or whatever. But you the know fuck. at the corporation, they're low, low status, right? At if their corporation, yes. If they're going out to locations, oh, yeah. they ain't doing oh, shit. If, you, if you're working for Sony of America and you're in rural Wisconsin, you're barely in the sales good, department. Good, Sony, what, you ever saw? Oh, you in Tokyo? No. Oh, oh, you in LA? No, I'm in Madison. I'm Wisconsin. in Oregon. Yeah. Like, yeah you're, this guy was no one. He's not, I'm not throwing tomatoes at him, but like they didn't give a fuck about us, right? Yeah. He works for Sony, right? So. Um, but yes, that was our publisher thing. It was it was only three. We didn't get like EA or any like third party mm. people. But there was like the big three, like you know, we had three sections and they had the units to move. Um, and so yeah, I get I, it. Kind of makes sense, if, especially in in the manga kind of thing. There didn't seem to be like a ton of publishers, and even in real books, like there's only almost everything's Random House and Penguin, right? Like yeah. Uh, so there really isn't that many companies, and they probably could send one person on a five state tour in a cycle to like go to every Barnes and Noble, yeah. like not everything. This, this seemed like a huge store. We should also say it was in a huge building. Yeah. Every establishing well, shot of the big building, was they, a... they, they translated bookstore as if we forgot where we were every time. <laughs> I will say, I feel like there are a lot of buildings in Japan that 
it's multi-level, but the thing that's promoted at the top's like this, the bookstore, it doesn't mean the whole thing. The yeah, I, I didn't think it was 12 stories. I thought yeah. maybe it was the top two or something like that. Yeah. Right? Uh, but it was still, I mean, they had different people in charge of different sections, yeah. and they had 12 full-time employees. I didn't, I didn't know how realistic that was, because... I just assumed everyone restocked everything. I didn't know you necessarily were in charge of a section. I would, I, the last time I was in a Barnes & Noble was eight years ago. And as far as I'm concerned, there's the people working the registers. And there's the people working technically for Starbucks yeah. uh, over there. And then there's like the janitor. Yeah. And it's like a, I don't know, uh, 4,500 square foot store. Like it's, it's huge. Yeah. And there's like nobody there, right? It's just empty bookshelves. I mean. It, and it's kind of peaceful Who's gonna, if you can steal a book in real life why not steal on the internet right <laughs> so th- this place seemed very big but also very overstaffed and so i don't know if that's a that was just for the sake of this show or if, if there is actually more people per customer in japan i mean i i feel like service is such a part of japanese business that i would not be surprised if a lot of them would that prefer to overstaff than the, under- the formality yeah right and that's all every little interaction like they felt like it was such high stakes right yes um uh, I don't know. What's a uh, um? What was the episode? thing with the wholesaler? Uh, they t- they were complaining to they, wholesalers. They don't get enough books from wholesalers. Is their big thing? Yeah. So the publisher sells to the wholesalers. That's just they they own warehouses and they pile up all the books that come out mm-hmm. and then they distribute them to stores. And so either they're not selling and the wholesaler has a huge mountain of them and they have to push a bunch of useless, heavy, heavy, heavy garbage into all the bookshelf the 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 bookstores. And they sit and rot on the shelves, and then they have to send them back, and that's a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. The flip side, it's really uh, popular. It sells immediately. All the retailers have good numbers, and they're like, we want more of these. We will sell more of these. I will get a promotion. And they're like, oh, they didn't publish this many. And now one wholesaler has to feed 12 mouths and only has two of yeah. which to do. And so it, there was a great like resentment for the wholesaler is as far as not just the people at this store, but the other book store oh yeah they have the um the mixer where they meet other people that one confused me because it made it seem like they talked about um oh that manga about book selling with a skull face guy and i was like wait in this world he is the author and he is writing it right now i think it was supposed to just be super meta i don't i think it was a non-canonical joke but i I could be wrong because there's also the segments where he talks about his uh his editor right yeah, and those but are kind of outside, like outside. Yeah. i thought this is like here's a story of when i was a bookseller right now i'm a manga artist but then i was like well if you're making a four comic panel or yeah you you could be a, a manga artist and have a part-time job why not yeah no i took it as a cheat joke yeah okay, like, let's fair. just cheat it's probably that but uh that whatever oh, <laughs> that was really know. funny though i love the editor the way he's drawn oh he's a he's seal just, he's just a dude with a seal face he's so cute oh, he's so cute and then eventually they had to show his boss and they the, go to him he's a koala yeah. and his first line is can you draw me as a koala it's <laughs> like when you go meta, it's really funny. I love it. That uh, was a great joke. And it was because those were the only animals, really. Everyone else, like, you could yeah. have an animal mask, but you're not, yeah, like, yeah. you're not, you're not full on uh, Bojack Horsemaning, you yeah. know? Yeah, and there was a part where it's like, those aren't masks. And oh, I don't remember. The, the, the guy points, like, those are animals, not masks. I do masks. No. It's <laughs> a distinction. Oh. When is the last time you read a book? That's a loaded question. The last time I consumed a book was. <sighs> 
uh, Ejima something. I don't remember her name. How to talk about race? Is that a book? Mm, that's Pretty good. That it, sounds like a smart person book. It's a really good book. It's it's a really good. Just like here's where we're at, mixed with uh, anecdotes and um, um, retelling of tales of trying to talk to my white mom about race. Mm. Uh, it, I, as someone that like took classes in college and reads a lot of articles and shit on Twitter, and I, I, I'm, I'm mostly up to speed with things, so I it wouldn't. It didn't. There was no like huge truth bomb in it but yeah. it's not for me it's kind of more for like the mid-range person that's more so like oh race is more complicated than i thought where can i learn more this book is perfect for them yeah if you're like racism isn't real fuck you i'm a republican this book's not gonna work for you either so it's like for a very specific audience but it's done very well it's a good yeah. package now intermediate i got an audiobook i don't remember the last book i actually sat down and actually read and actually finished was possibly um, the first Game of Thrones, but well, the first Song of Ice and Fire book, quote, Game of Thrones, end quote, uh, because um, fucking... Amy would have murdered me had I not read it. Oh, so I it was... hated that book. I had a teacher make me read it. That's right. You were forced to read it. Was, it, was the, um, it was Little House in the Prairie for you. Like, it was a book that you didn't want to read that, that like, you were graded on. It was just it's the worst way to experience something. And, that and honestly, like. I stand by it, because guess what my favorite part of Game of Thrones is? Lena Headey. Guess who's not in the book? <laughs> Lena Headey. <laughs> I was just like, I mean, I just said this in our last improv show. It's like so hard to read a book once they do a good job on TV. Right, it's so true because right. it's like even if the book is better, it's like, but they did such a good job, and I didn't have to do any work. I didn't have to do any work. That's what I think about Game of Thrones is always like they might not tell the story as well, but does George R. R. Martin have the talent of like the whole cast? Because that's yeah. who always fucking brings. Or it. like Tyrion, like he's it was a fun character in the book, I'm sure, but like. Like, you can't write... I mean, you can write a, a character that is better than what he did, but you can't write what he did. He did something yeah. uniquely visual he and human some, yeah. that you cannot put into words. Yeah. Because then it's on it's on the reader to From imagine what I it. I understand, Tyrion is kind of a dick in the book, too. He's, he's also, like, a, a circus person that does flips and shit like that. Like, it's really, like, problematic little person humor. Yeah. Um, and he, like, brought, like, a certain gravitas and, like, yes. grounding to that character... Uh, that is just uh, magical, right? So, right. Um, anyway, uh, what's the last book you read or consumed? Also, fuck anyone that says that audiobooks don't count. Oh, yeah. Uh, reading's not exercise. Your eye muscles don't burn any calories. No. I'm not any healthier for actually having read some shit. No. I read a lot of Reddit. For some reason, that doesn't count. You're just trying to punish me. When was the last time I read a book? Oh, my God. In school? After school? You've only been out of school a few years. It must have maybe. Not for pleasure. No, no. I probably reread uh, Mike William Black's book of essays called My Custom Van, which I wow. was revelatory for me as a child. He did. <laughs> Very, he's How so early funny. did he read a book? What? I guess you were young. I was like, when did he write a book? Like what? I was in like high school or junior high. Damn. Okay. So I this love was like that like book. like right after the state got done airing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think it was a little bit into his uh, TV career post the state. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That sounds right. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, audiobooks, I haven't listened to. I, I, I'm trying to read the news. That's trying to I'm read the news, yeah, read for sure. Uh, my my family keeps on giving me books by comedians who I'm not huge fans of. Right, and comedy I for you. Here's a Lucy K book. <laughs> oh, anyways, we're coming to you live from the home of Lucy K for this week, apparently. Yeah, San Jose Improv is going to have them, which right, right after the L.A. clubs all said they weren't going to do it. Not all of them, but some of them said that. We all, everyone in comedy in San Jose got a huge email with his face on it that said, 
San Jose Improv, Louis C.K., two nights. And San we were Jose all like, is what? such a fucking idiot of a city. And our improv we is... We love Republicans in this fucking city. <laughs> yeah, we're the most conservative of the Bay Area cities, for sure. Yeah. The city cities. But yeah. um, also, our improv is not doing very well, so I get it that like this is cash money for two nights. Yeah. So I can understand the, the incentive, but it's like not a good look. No. Not in the Bay Area. No. Like pe- People will come from San Francisco to protest this. Yeah. You know, like it's it's going to it's good. You're now picking a Apparently side. Apparently someone got punched in the face. And I think it punched was supposed to be one of the protesters. Well, for earlier? For or? protesting the Louis C.K. thing. Did it already happen? Uh, yeah, last or, night. Oh, you're right. It was a weekday shit. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, I'm already behind. Anyway, well, it's a clusterfuck here. Anyways, well, we've, we stopped talking about the anime a long time ago. I like Gen- that when, when he asks, like, who should work at a bookstore? And his first thing is like, well, you can't care about money, and you can't care about your health. Mm-hmm. Also, you must be outgoing. Yes. And so I was like, don't say that. And I was like, well, yeah. There was the beautiful Brazilian guy that asked, why is manga black and white? Oh, and, yeah. and he... And you know what? He was like, oh, I can't answer in English, but he gave a great answer in English. Yeah. Yeah. It's cheaper. Mm-hmm. And this is just a lower budget media. Oh, I like the episode. I think it was one of the last ones where he like does a night shift, and he's all amazed by the night shift people. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had that experience where you're like, you only work a certain time at your job? Um, no, I was. I mean, I never worked the super early morning. So once in a while, yeah, one once in a great while, I like opened. And it was like, no one's at the mall. The mall is really creepy at 8 a.m. Because, like, who goes to the mall at 8 a.m. on a Wednesday? Yeah. Like, fucking nobody, right? Like, it's nuts. And I was, like, in high school, so it was really hard for me to get that shit normally. But somehow it happened once or whatever. And it's just, you know, like, the Taco Bell is open. It's like, Taco Bell at 9 o'clock in the morning. Like, what is that? What does that even mean? (laughs) You know? So, um yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Do you work all over the place on your shifts? Not really. I right? mean, now I'm full time. So now oh, I you get the whole time. thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, boop, boop, boop. I don't know. There's not much else to say. Um, watch this show. It's so good. It's so delightful. The opening song is very good. It, yeah, it's one of those animes that the opening song kind of elevates the whole thing. Yes. Oh, yes. And the outro is very the, fun. Uh, it's also, yes, it's quaint and nice. And I love the deliberate, I mean, it's not unique to this anime, but just deliberately low quality drawing of your characters to like yeah, convey a mood. It's great. I wish Western uh, animation did that more. Yeah. Um, that's how you know you've infected me and that I'm becoming <laughs> a weeb. Is I'm like, I like how shitty it looks. It conveys <laughs> a mood. You know, I remember. Oh, I remember the beginning. This is like, why isn't it good looking? Why isn't it three D? And I explained to you, it's better because it's not. Yeah, because you get feelings. It's like, uh, it's like why Bob's Burgers is a good show. When the first thing I thought when I looked at it was like, ew. Yeah, that's me and Brussels sprouts. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, also you need to peel them right, but same thing. Yeah. So called Lyoko, who are our fans this week? It's time for fan corner. Fan corner, fan, fan corner, fan corner, it's fan corner, fan corner, fan, 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 corner. <laughs> hey, Fanny, the fan corner parrot, tell us about fan corner. Corner, tell us about fan corner. Fan corner is when we acknowledge our fans, and our top listener this week was Stillwell Anime from Andover, United Kingdom. Wow, an anime aficionado likes mm-hmm. our anime aficionado. I'm impre- usually it's just random people, but this one, this is someone who says, I know a thing or two about anime. <laughs> and I fuck with this. How many times do they listen? Five, which means oh. they listened to, to either five episodes or they listened to one episode and paused it a few times or used it on different apps. We don't know. It's I'm SoundCloud. feeling it might be the latter. <laughs> Regardless. Yeah, I can't. I feel like every time I read Brexit News, it's. 
it gets more and more confusing. Exactly. It's the same cycle of there's more votes, there's more negotiations with the EU, there's more... The conservatives are losing, you... but they're still in power, and it's like, I don't know what's happening True. anymore. Everyone hates Theresa May, but she won the vote of confidence. Right. But so, it means nothing, apparently. So, like, she's on life support, but she's still in charge, so she doesn't get what she wants, but she's also not... They don't go back on it, yeah. and so... It, it, I, I, I... Write in and tell us about I don't Brexit. know, I... Is there a Brexit anime yet? It's been long enough. That There's you guys... a Brexit movie <laughs> on HBO. Well, it's not over yet. Like, what's the end of the movie? Like, Ex- part that's two? That's my thinking. It's some... But Benedict Cumberbunch, he in it. <laughs> he boonchin'. He boonchin'. Um, um, I, 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 want, I want Hitalia's take on this. They, they just boil it down to two children in a basement or fighting over a musket or something, right? It's like... just gotta be England punching itself in the face. <laughs> Why are you punching yourself? Why, Why? are you punching yourself? <laughs> exactly. I'd also like to see the uh, Super Sentai version of the United Kingdom, uh, European Union. I'd like to see Italian European Union that is the conglomeration of all the European Union ch- characters into one like <laughs> super soldier with a yeah. sword, right? That would just be beautiful. Anyway, uh, that's that's Fan Corner. <laughs> uh, thank you, Fan Corner. Um, what's your favorite thing about the United Kingdom? My favorite thing is that they have pies that are essentially meat. Yes, the meat pies. Why not? Very- doesn't gotta be don't gotta be sweet could be savory and when it's gotta be savory just make it you're already gonna put meat in bread why not bake it all together (laughs) why not get that pastry crust into other items yes um my favorite thing is the way they call certain things other things like cilantro is coriander (laughs) i it took me i so they take lifts out of the the garage yes mostly with ingredients because i'll be like what is this fucking coriander shit? What is this? And I was like, oh, it's just so okay. What is um? Was it baking sugar or what was the thing we got? Oh, the um, frosting sugar. That's, frosting sugar. That's a, actually a baking term, I think. But it's we would call that powdered sugar. Powdered sugar. Well, here's the thing. I think powdered sugar, as we know, it also has some like flour in it or uh. cornstarch in it, and that's why yeah, special um frosting sugar because that means it's just the sugar. I guess it's like um. Creme fraiche isn't the same as sour cream, but you can't find creme fraiche if you buy sour cream, right? Like, you can get creme fraiche in England. You, what? I believe you can get creme fraiche in England. Yeah, they send it through the channel. <laughs> I've been Cody. I've been Courtney. And goodbye, Jojo. Goodbye, Jojo. That's my favorite thing about England. It's uh, Jonathan. <laughs> it's Jonathan Jonathan. Jonathan Joestar. Joestar. Hey everyone, want to thank you so much for listening and also really quickly want to credit Kevin McLeod for our music, Delightful D. I hope it was delightful, everyone. Also, if we're so lucky as to have this on iTunes, please rate and review. I assume you listen to other podcasts, so you should know it helps a lot. And if you don't, it helps a lot. I love you so much.